they will always give you opportunities. That's the thing. With branding, you will always have an opportunity to do something. You always have an opportunity to work. You will always have an opportunity to improve your skills. You just have to be willing to do it. Hi, I'm your host, Izzy, and I'm joined here today by Abigail Molinar, who is a current senior at Richard D. Browning High School. Today, we'll be learning about Abigail's time so far in high school and the current opportunities and experience that Browning has to offer its students. So, hi, Abigail. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Ooh, I'm really oh, excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Our enthusiasm. Woo. Um, but yeah, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and why you chose to go to Browning? Uh, a little bit about myself. Ooh, where do I start? Uh, <laughs> No, um, I'm a senior at Browning, obviously. You just said that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a competitive cheerleader. I compete cool. with a company. It's I've done that for going on nine years now. Wow. Um, I'm a culinary. I'm in the culinary program at Browning, so I'm a culinary student, which is really weird to say when you're still in high school. You're like, you know, <laughs> be talking to people, be like, "Hi, I'm a culinary student." And they're like, "Oh my god, what college do you go to?" And I was like, "No, no, no, high school." <laughs> they don't believe me at first. Um, <laughs> Uh, Browning, Browning. What do I like about Browning? I love Browning. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, so kind of it. now that it's, you're a senior. I'm a senior. Yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, so now that you're a senior, can you tell me just a little bit about how your past years have been at Browning? My past years at Browning. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Browning, I love Browning. It's a small school. I think one of the downfalls of it is because because of how small it is. Yeah. We have like, right now, we have like 358-ish students. Mm-hmm. So even the smallest bit of drama gets held on to for a long time. I feel like being at Renaissance, I feel like they kind of get that. Like smaller schools get that. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's one of the only downsides. But I really love it. The teachers there are fantastic. They are phenomenal. I absolutely love and adore each and every one of them. Mm. They do nothing but encourage you. And they will do their best to make sure that you have the... um, what's it called? The uh, resources to succeed. And the other thing I really love about them is that they, uh, they don't treat you like kids. Mm -hmm. They really don't. They, they do not ever treat you like kids from your freshman year to your senior year. There will like never be a day that they will treat you like a kid. Now, if you're acting like a kid, that's a different story. (laughs) Like if you're being an overgrown toddler, they're going to call you out on it. But other than that, they they talk to you like an adult would. They they treat you like an equal. Yeah. You understand. It's a mutual understanding that we yeah. are not equals and you are the teacher. Right. You are grading me. But they still treat you like an adult, which right. yeah. taking away the title of teacher and student, that's <laughs> an equal. Yeah. And I think that's so important, especially for like smaller schools when you're with all of these people every single day. You're going to see them every single day. I think it's great that like the teachers are so supportive and oh, open-minded. Yeah. And just so accepting of everyone that they oh, have. Oh, hundred percent. They're so accepting. Browning is like, it's such a, it's such an accepting school. Everyone, oh. we, we, I love the school. It ha- it does have a bit of a sibling mentality. Sibling yeah. mentality. It's like a community. Like, it is. Know? It yeah. is like I can I can mess around with you. I can be mean <laughs> to you. Anyone anyone else who doesn't go here can't be mean to yeah. you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's great though. And obviously, Browning sounds you know really unique and. I would assume it's kind of different oh, uh, yeah. from middle school. So can oh. you tell me a little bit about your transition from middle school to so, high school? My transition from middle school to high school was an interesting <laughs> one. I actually started high school by myself. Wow. So 
I applied to Browning because at the time I wanted to own my own restaurant. I'm a yeah. very ambitious person. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to own my own restaurant and I loved culinary. I kind of grew up in a kitchen. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. obviously Browning. <laughs> um, but I, none of my friends went to Browning. They, none of them applied. None of them wanted to go. They weren't, they, they weren't raised in kitchens. They were yeah. raised with music or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they all went to like Milliken, Polly, Wilson. Yeah. And I went to Browning. So I started Browning with absolutely no friends. Wow. <laughs> I, I was all by myself. It was mm-hmm. it was terrifying. I'm going to be honest. And Start, I mean, especially it's high school. But oh, I mean, yeah. as you said, with the teachers and yeah. the staff and everyone being so supportive, I'm sure you that. You don't know be... that when you start. That's true. <laughs> and there was only one other class above us. Right. Uh, so it's not like I could have gone to the site night, which I did. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with the kitchen. Uh, but I went to the site night and I ran into one person who I had gone to middle school with. Um, and it, again, it's a small school. Yeah. And so like I saw her, we were like, oh, cool. You go here. It's good to know. I would know mm-hmm. at least one person who goes yeah. here. But first day of school, I was terrified. I didn't have, you know. Right. A senior like me sit, sitting yeah. here now being like, oh, yeah, the teachers are wonderful. The teachers are great. Yeah. So even if you start by yourself, you'll be fine. It's intimidating. Yeah, it's yeah. intimidating. But I didn't have that. So I started, I, I walked in there blind. Yeah. I just went, okay. Um, <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> which speaks to the nativity of a freshman. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Just it's natural. says a lot. Um, I made friends pretty quickly. Uh, I One of my best friends. He was one of my best friends for three years. His name was his name's Mason. He's mm-hmm. we're still we're pretty cool with each other now. We're not like best yeah. friends like we used to be, but you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had this big mindset going into my freshman year that okay, this school doesn't have sports. Well, I'm gonna go to all my because I have a best <laughs> friend. Her name's Alyssa. She goes to like yeah. I was like I'm gonna go to all the football games with <laughs> Alyssa. I'm gonna like we're gonna I'm gonna hang out with my other friends Kai, Caleb, and Lauren yeah. all the time. Even though we don't go to the same school. That was absolutely wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. That could not be further from the truth. I mean, you know, I, I obviously with transitioning from middle school to high school, a lot of yeah. people are changing. And, it, and it's, it's like, just, yeah. And then especially not going to the same schools. It's like, right. I'm not friends with a lot of people I used to be friends with back yeah. in middle school. Um, I'm quite literally still friends with maybe like five people I went to middle school with. And <laughs> uh, two of Three of them I've known since like preschool times, <laughs> um, because of our families. So like that, we were bound to stay friends no matter what. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know how that is. Yeah, you yeah, yeah the... for sure. But the other two, like, there were times where we would go like a couple months without talking because of like you know mm-hmm. schoolwork and stuff. And even then, like being in school, there I had friends in school that I would like just not <laughs> not talk to for like. A couple weeks or a couple days right. because of how busy school got. So I think like that's one of the big things I would tell freshmen is all your expectations are probably going to go down the drain. <laughs> like you're going to go in with the mindset of, oh, my God, it's high school. I'm on the big kid playground. now. <laughs> I get to do this and I get to do this and I'm going to do this. And then you actually go through freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. It's completely different. Yeah. For the most part. Uh and it's, 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 oh my God. And being <laughs> at a small school, being at a school where at the time there was like less than 50 kids. Yeah. Not less right. than 50 kids, less than 100 kids. It was <laughs> still very little. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, actually, now that you're kind of mentioning how it is a new school, and it is. 
Uh, other than being the newest high school in LBC, there's still a lot of factors that make Browning pretty distinct. Oh, yeah. Um, and it stands out. Yeah, for, exactly. Right. So, well, yeah. yeah, now that you're bringing that up, can you kind of tell me just a little bit about the specific industries and careers so, uh, that Browning prepares its students for? Yeah. So our school is specifically uh, it's Richard D. Browning High School, a school for hospitality, tourism, recreations and culinary arts. And pretty much what that is, is culinary is self-explanatory food. Right. <laughs> if you don't know what culinary is. Look it up on YouTube. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's as simple it's as okay. that. It's really self-explanatory. Hospitality. Uh, a lot of people did not know what hospitality was when I was a freshman. Which Interesting. I knew what it was because right. of my dad. My dad oh, cool. raised me to be a good hostess. Yes. I did not realize that not everyone had that. Mm -hmm. Again, something you learn very quickly in freshman <laughs> year. Not everyone had the same upbringing as you. Mm -hmm. Um. But apparently not everyone knew what hospitality is. So if you don't know what hospitality is, hospitality is essentially the service you get at hotels or mm -hmm. at restaurants. Those are hospitality. Those are people in the hospitality industry. They're also saints. Um, <laughs> tourism would be like a travel guide or yeah. a pilot or a flight attendant. Though That's tourism. And then recreation would be like uh, amusement parks. So mm -hmm. Universal, Disney, Six Flags. Those are all recreational. Yeah. So essentially what my school is, is it we uh, train mm -hmm. the students to take on those positions mm -hmm. if they choose those yeah. pathways. And even if they don't choose those pathways, it's still really good training. It's yeah. customer service. For sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's essentially what they do. I'm in the culinary program, so I'm not entirely sure what they teach in the hospitality program because the last time I took a hospitality program was back in my freshman year. <laughs> Uh, but I, I can tell you about my experience as a freshman in a hospitality class. Please. Yeah, for sure. It was, I loved it. Miss, Miss Ishikawa. I love her. <laughs> she is so funny. Big shout out to her. Big shout out to Miss Ishikawa. She is, uh, she's so much fun. I love her. <laughs> oh <laughs> she's, yeah. She's my ASB director now, but, um, oh, fun. I love her, but I was in her class my freshman year and I, we would like, we had to learn the states and where mm -hmm. the states were. And we, at, at one point we picked a country. Oh, interesting. And like a country, you know, like New yeah. Zealand, Australia, America, mm -hmm. whatever. And we had to find out the hospitality of the place. So cool. what is, what are the common things? So like, what right. is that place known for? So for example, New Zealand is, that's where Lord of the Rings was filmed. That's the yeah. most popular thing it's known for. <laughs> it has its little hobbit houses. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like something else you learned is I learned the slang because oh. we had to do research on that. Like interesting, we okay. had to be like a travel agent, yeah. do research on mm -hmm. all this, and created an itinerary. Oh. So we all did. We we all had we were. I think it was like a group of three or four of us. Yeah, when we did that, cool. And so I learned a lot about New Zealand. I want to go there now. <laughs> I've wanted to go there since freshman year. So <laughs> thanks. If anyone so wants to take me? No. <laughs> Um, well, with that being said, can you kind of be a little bit more specific about what the electives and the activities are like in each program? So, yeah. So in as from my understanding, mm -hmm. in the hospitality program, you take a lot of like plan, like uh, what's it called? Um, party planning. You take oh, there's cool. like a party planning class. I'm not sure that's the actual name. <laughs> yeah. I just know. Gist. I'm like, that's the gist of it. <laughs> you take a lot of hospitality classes. They're called CTE classes. Okay. Uh so that's just what we know them as, CTE classes. And just like with culinary, there's different levels. So in culinary, there you have culinary one. You, mm -hmm. you learn nutrition, serve safe. Oh. It's just all the basics you learn in culinary one. Interesting. Okay. I 
I think my freshman year, we were barely in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We like, and the things we did do in the kitchen were like very basic things. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, you're learning all the basics. Yeah, of course. Uh, culinary two, you get, in, you get to play in the big kid kitchen. Like I like, to, <laughs> I like to call it the big kid kitchen or like, you know, you're just big out ki- there in you, the open. Cause it's the big industrial kitchen. We have two kitchens. Wow. Okay. We have our smaller kitchen, which I like to call the home ec kitchen. Oh, well, yeah, because it's like, you look at it and you're like, it makes you think of home ec. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's home economics. It was a class they offered in middle <laughs> school where they taught you how to like sew, clean, I don't know, yes. stuff like that. I never took the class, but I, I we had yeah. it back in my middle school. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there though. Uh, but it's like a little home ec kitchen. So the stove, everything in there is like, they're ba- they're things you would find in a regular yeah. home kitchen. And then we have our big industrial kitchen, which I love to play in. <laughs> it is my favorite place at that school. I will never hesitate to brag about it. <laughs> it is the best. It is, was, um, from what I heard and from like what I was told back in my freshman year, it yeah. was the floor planning was helped created by LBCC. Oh, okay. Yeah. And our entire program, culinary program, I believe, was helped, I believe, <laughs> I, I think, I, this is what I w- was told freshman year was helped yes. planned by LBCC. Interesting. Yeah. And so your second year of culinary, you'll go into culinary too with Chef Steph. Mm-hmm. I love Chef Steph. I love Chef Steph and Chef Doll. Also, big shout out to them for putting up with us. <laughs> <laughs> like we're, yes. we're we're pretty chill, but we're also buttheads sometimes. So big shout out <laughs> to them for being, especially Chef Doll, because like she started teaching. Oh. She's like a new, fairly newer teacher. Oh, okay. I think we were some, some of her first classes that she taught. So Aww. big shout out to them for putting up with us. We, oh, that's sweet. We, we kind of set the tone for that. We sucked at times. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Uh, but yeah, so they're awesome. They're so patient with us for the most part. <laughs> All teachers have their breaking point. Yeah, of course. Um, but Chef Doll was really sweet. She's never too like, if we mess up, she's like, that's okay. Yeah. She like doesn't like hound us yeah chef steph is that's more good. she's more of like the stern one but like she, you have the balance you, you know i think balance, that's important yeah. i think and you so you some push chef steph's classroom your second year that's culinary two you go in for culinary two and culinary three so that's your sophomore and junior year and uh you like learn more advanced things like bread pudding yeah. um, Ooh. <laughs> what else do we make my sophomore year I'm trying to think of all the things because bread pudding was one of the fir- was like the first thing we made. Oh, okay. And we made a couple other things, and then quarantine hit. Oh, right. That was so your, the middle of your sophomore. That was year? the middle of my sophomore year. That was wow. Like, I think it was in like March, April of my sophomore wow. year. Can you kind of tell me a little bit about that? How oh my god, taking those it was, electives over Zoom was. I, I hated it. So. Oh. I mean, you don't get the experience. No, you, you know, don't. You don't get the kitchen. I was robbed of an entire junior year. I'm <laughs> upset about that. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I think, I I mean, I would be too. And especially with such a hands-on elective. Yeah. And I think it's, and it's so difficult it to is, get away from that. It is. So sophomore year, after quarantine hit, we were just quarantined for the rest of the year. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And I think this is the case for most schools from what I've heard talking to my other friends is that classes just essentially got canceled and everyone got credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you couldn't do anything. We didn't know how to do culinary online yet. Right. Quarantine just hit. School's, like, coming to a close. You had done, like, maybe half of your sophomore year, right? Half of my sophomore year. Um, in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. yeah. The other half, like, we didn't know what to do. Yeah. The teacher didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what freaking program we were going to use. Yeah. I said freaking. For those of you who <laughs> freaking. Uh, so we were, like, we didn't, no one showed up to, like, yeah. No, pretty much classes were canceled and everyone got credit. Like, because, again. It was quarantine. No one knew what we were doing. Did you guys know? The district didn't know. No one knew what. 
yeah. was going on. Did you guys make anything? No, not over my sophomore year of quarantine, but my okay. junior year we did make things. We made um like croquettes. Oh, croquettes, uh cornbread. We made uh shepherd's pie. Oh. Yeah. That what was your favorite? <laughs> my favorite was the pasta in New York style steak. That was wow. my favorite. We, <laughs> I, at that point, we had already gotten back in class. Like, oh, okay. At the very oh, end of the Oh, the hybrid, year. right? Yeah, the hybrid. So cool. I did hybrid learning. We're a small school, so yeah. we got lucky like that. We got a small school and yeah. So yeah. we got really lucky <laughs> do, being able to do that. I got to go back in. We learned pasta. It was so much fun. I loved it. I will say the culinary program is a lot more in-depth than people give it, than think they think it yeah. will be. But uh, it sounds like it. I think from freshman year, when you kind of get that ground base and then you build on that. So I will I will talk about that in a second. But let me finish with the quarantine. Yeah, so I actually have ADHD Mm -hmm. and school online for someone with ADHD who is unmedicated is probably the worst idea anyone has ever had (laughs) because it's like you sit there and you're like and I'm home alone. I was home alone. My mom mm. works. My dad works. Yeah. They're divorced, so they don't live together. I can. I so, can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, so imagine being like <laughs> an ADHD child sitting at home yeah. alone, trying to do schoolwork. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Worst combination on this planet. <laughs> and all my fellow unmedicated ADHD kids will feel me on this. Uh, so yeah, that was. It was very difficult for me personally, just yeah. because of the disabilities I have. Yeah. Um, but moving on to like. The culinary program itself. It's a, like I said, it's a lot more in depth than people think it is. Culinary mm-hmm. itself is a lot more in depth because when you're studying food, and this is something I don't think people realize, food is a huge part of a culture. Yeah. It's a huge part of someone's culture. Like, like I, I go, go up, go up to like a Cuban or a Puerto Rican and tell them, uh, empanadas are Mexican food. Like, <laughs> they will go off on it. It sparks you. passion. Yeah. It's like, no, it is not. Mm-hmm. hold on like <laughs> <laughs> like i'm serious it's like go up to someone of that culture and tell yeah. them that their food is someone else's they're gonna be yeah. like no it's not it's yeah ours. I, yeah food is definitely one of the most important it, things in culture and i feel like it's something that like bonds everyone yeah it and, is yeah. it is a form of bonding and you know you have the tale of thanksgiving which yeah i'm not gonna get into uh <laughs> but the the story you were taught as a kid is that that was a way for the indi- for the indigenous and the pilgrims to bond yeah not the true story, but, you know, that's the story you're told as a kid. And, you know, yeah, I'm thinking you go back to birthday parties and all that. Everyone's eating food. Right. At all, like, m- a lot of major events. There's always food there. Yeah, it's kind of a, like a center point yeah, of what's food happening. Yeah, food is one way we can all connect. Because, you know, right. at the end of the day, you need food to live. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, one of the things you learn very quickly at Browning is the importance of food. Yeah. And the other thing is that I le- that I learned at school is you don't just learn about the food. You learn yeah. about the geographics of the country yeah. and how certain foods got there. Wow. So I'm going to use Italy as an example because it's the easiest <laughs> thing for me to use as an example for people to understand. So yes. Italy, half of Italy is in the sea and the other half are in like the Alps and the yeah. mountains and stuff, right? So we were learning about pasta and how to make pasta and stuff. So learning about Italy, you learn that... In southern Italy, a lot of the pastas and foods are more um, oil and seafood based. Oh, you know, okay. So so much more oil and yeah. seafood based. Whereas in the north of Italy, you're gonna find more because they have these big cows. I forget what they're called, but they big <laughs> like bull cows that aren't bulls. Yeah. But you're gonna find more uh, cream and uh, beef yeah. based foods because interesting because yeah. of the difference in geographics. And you learn huh. that you learn like. 
yes, this food is from this country, but it's specifically from this region because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, interesting. Well, I I can definitely say that I didn't know that before. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's like, but you learn that about every country you learn food from because you take international cuisine your third year. Oh, cool. And so that's what you learn is you don't just learn the food. You learn the history behind the food. We learned oh. um, Queen Marguerite. You know the margarita pizza where it's like. Yes. <laughs> so that, I'm not sure if I'm getting the queen's name right, but we learned the history of that, I think, in freshman year. It was like Queen Marguerite. From It was a poor, pizza was originally a poor person's food. So yeah. it, was, it was literally just bread and oil. That's right. all pizza started as. And she was like, I want to try that, but make it fancy. So they added cheese and basil oh. and tomato on it. Hence wow. the first pizza. Yeah. So that's, that. you know, you learn fun little stories like that. And it's like, again, you just learn so much more about a culture. And I think that's one of the perks about being at Browning is that yeah. you don't just learn about the place you yeah. learn about the culture you learn about the people you learn about everything and i think that makes it so much more special especially learning the history 100%. behind it percent and it's just like wow like i'm making something that 100%. has history in it and yeah. it's a part of a culture and it's I think a that's part so of cool. and you you are you earn so much more respect for these people yeah. because you know we, when we were making pasta there was we watched this video of this old woman she'd been mm-hmm. making it for years right it was a video and she's mm-hmm. doing it with her hand and she's doing it so quickly and swiftly <laughs> And she's just doing it with her hand, right? No big deal. No big deal. We're trying, we're using actual culinary tools on a stainless, she's doing this on wood too. (laughs) We're like uh, in class, like with this stainless steel surface (laughs) of culinary tools and we're trying to do what she's doing and we are failing (laughs) miserably. We're like, how is she doing that? And we're like, no, you got to angle it this way (laughs) and do it like this. And you're like, oh, I still can't get it. Either you get it flat or you get the swirl. You can't have both. And we're like getting frustrated and stuff. But again, you earn such a more respect for the yeah. food, for the history behind it, for the people, for, sure. for the culture. And that's the other thing is you learn how to make a $20 meal for five bucks. <laughs> like, right. I'm sorry, if that's not a good enough reason <laughs> to go to Browning. what? <laughs> and I think it makes it so much more special too, like being able to have that appreciation for like chefs and like everyone oh, yeah. in the culinary industry. Like it's not as easy as some people oh, may think it God. is. 100%. And I think, you know, going through this program, it sounds like uh, from what you're telling me, it's just you learn so much, not even just about cooking, but just about history. And oh, yeah. Cultures. And, and I'm a history cool. nerd. So. Perfect. I mean, it's it goes perfect together. Uh, you know, most of uh, I'm not going to lie. I've seen kids in class be like, oh, I don't know why. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm just there like, yay. <laughs> Retaining the information. Uh <laughs> Well, yeah, so, so yeah. kind of also regarding the pathways, can I ask what are the work-based learning and career prep opportunities like in each one? So the work-based learning, uh, I'm an ASB, so <laughs> that's, I'm an ASB, so I have like a lot of things that I do. Um, yeah. So we have a culinary club at Browning. Cool. And for the past couple of years, not this year, but yeah. the past two years, sophomore and freshman year, culinary club helped cater our winter formals. Wow. And so I That's was so in that. And so I know I was, oh my God, I don't know how I did it back then, honestly. <laughs> I'm like thinking back on it now. I'm like, how am I not dead? <laughs> how am I alive? Because like I'm, you know, sitting back there thinking about it. I'm like, I was in culinary club. I was in ASB. Uh, like I said, I'm going, I'm going on ASB four years now. And for winter formal, I would be in the kitchen after school. Mm-hmm. So much hard work. Making the food like. for winter formal. Yeah. How much, and like, then in the NPR room, oh. setting up for winter formal. So you do get a lot of work experience. You just have to be willing to 
right. do the work. Yeah. Be willing to do, you Oop, know, work. And- <laughs> <laughs> they will always give you opportunities. That's the thing. With Browning, you will always have an opportunity to do something. You always mm-hmm. have an opportunity to work. You will always have an opportunity to improve your skills. Yeah. You just have to be willing to of course, yeah. do it. Like, if I can't force you to yeah. take on this opportunity. They're never going to force you to take on this opportunity. Yeah. They're going to be like, here's an opportunity. Do you want it? Yes or no? Yeah. No? Okay. I'm going to go offer it to another student. And if you change your mind and there's no more spots left, well, that's kind of on you. Yeah. And I think think that's one of the perks about being in Browning is because that's a very adult thing. Yeah, for sure. And teaching them that while they're still in high school, teaching them Mm -hmm. people, kids, like stuff like that, like you're going to get a lot of opportunities, but they're not going to be around forever. Take them while you, you can get them. And I think that's also, like, just another lesson in itself. Oh, yeah. It's, like, opportun- you, you should take advantage of the opportunities oh, yeah. in front of you because, you, like, you never know. A hundred percent. I agree with that. But that's the other thing I, like, I would w- want to tell someone who's going to Browning mm-hmm. is that you're going to get a lot of opportunities. Yeah. I got a lot of opportunities. I took each and every one of them. Yeah. And, but I was always tired. I never had time for friends. I never really had time to like do stuff outside of school because of how busy I would get. And then I'd yeah. just be tired and want to catch up on sleep and schoolwork. Yeah. So my my advice when it comes to opportunities, because like I said, Browning will always give you opportunities, yeah. is that take like a it's okay to take a day or two to yeah. you know think about an opportunity. But the one thing I would tell the, the fresh incoming freshman or freshman now or anyone in lower classes, yeah, is if you're presented an opportunity, it may be a good opportunity. It may be a great opportunity. Does not mean it's the right one for you. And it does not mean you have to take it. Sit and think to yourself, is this something I want to do? Is this something that's going to benefit me in my future? A lot of my opportunities that I took, they are opportunities that will benefit me in my future. Yeah. But I also know that I didn't have to take all of them for that to have happened. But I think it's a good thing that if you want to take the opportunity, you have it there. Yeah, Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So that's definitely, and this, the students at Browning are really ambitious. That's such a cool thing. I, so I feel ambitious. like that would affect so much like the school environment. It's a little like, bit competitive. I'm not going to lie. But I think that's almost that's, good. Yeah, it's great. And, it's yeah. amazing. It's in, specifically in the culinary program. It's a little <laughs> bit competitive. So well, now kind of shifting to the academic side of the board. Oh, God. <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, Me and academics? Can you, can you give us a little bit of insight into the AP classes um, and even the dual enrollment opportunities? Ooh, the dual enrollment. So those are things that were recently available to me. Cool. Okay. Uh, be, you know, I think that's one of the cons about being one of the first classes out of school. Yeah. Is that uh, we actually have we uh, early college program. Okay. I can tell you about this. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm excited to hear. So this is an opportunity that's offered that, that our freshmen and sophomores, current freshmen and sophomores have. Juniors and seniors. Do not have it. We do not have access to that because of how, you know, because we're such yeah. a new school. We, we're the guinea pigs, right? Right. We, we, got, we got all the good stuff and now we're getting all the bad stuff. <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, but pretty much what it is is you go to Brownie. We're the only school, I believe, too, that offers early college. Oh, okay. Uh, in the district, from my understanding, at least. Mm-hmm. But pretty much what you do is you go in. And you t- either take all pre-AP or AP classes. Oh, okay. And so by the time you graduate. Beginning freshman year? Beginning freshman year. Okay. You would have, a, I think it was like your associates or your AA or something. Wow. And okay. then you could go straight to university and you wouldn't have to take your general classes. Oh, okay. Um, again, not something that the, this year's juniors or my class has access to because yeah. of how new we were when this all got implemented and yeah. stuff. 
we do have access to dual enrollment now. We've had access to it since last year. I did not do it last year because quarantine. Yeah. Uh, and also my mom was like, no, not yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is fine. I totally get it. But I'm going to be doing dual enrollment next semester. So I'm not entirely sure how it goes. The AP classes, the AP classes. Oh, my God. <laughs> AP classes online with ADHD. Worst <laughs> idea ever. But you got through them. And like I I, that's what matters. Them, but... The teacher, oh, Miss Rappi. I love Miss Rappi. Hi, Miss Rappi. Uh, <laughs> We're giving so many so shout-outs. So many shout-outs to all the teachers. We have so much appreciation for I have our... so much appreciation. They put yeah. up with so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think we, it's like, all, like even just the last two years, uh, teachers are so, like, I just love all the teachers. Especially in, the like, teachers. LBUSC. Like, right? They we're so lucky so to much. have amazing, they, we, like, supportive, really we really accepting, are. you know, motivating teachers. A hundred percent. Our teachers are on the younger side. Oh, at, at Browning. At Browning. Interesting. So our teachers are on the younger side, which I think is also like a huge, mm-hmm. con- like a huge reason why the student-teachers relationship is so successful. Yeah. Um, I we have like a couple teachers who are over. We have like maybe one or one teacher that's over sixty, like one or two teachers over fifty. Okay. Most of them aren't over forty. <laughs> I think. I know we have so just generally yeah like, they're, they're like they're we have a lot that are like in their twenties and thirties mm-hmm. or late twenties early thirties yeah. and stuff. Um, I know like our culinary teachers and uh, one of our English teachers, you know, Chef Steph, Chef Doll, and Mr. Bear and Miss Walker, like teachers that actually you know teach and interact with the students. They're over. They're more on the older side, and our IEP teachers, IEP teachers, Miss Hurst and. Uh, Mr. Latrell, they're also on the older side, but like they still get along really well with the students. Other yeah. than that, a lot of like the more main courses teachers, they're more on the younger side, and I think that's like I think because of that, a lot of the students are more receptive to the teachers. Yeah, because you know, like we're like they get it, <laughs> they get it. Whereas like with an older teacher, yeah. you know, yeah, unless they outright come off as a cool teacher, you know, yeah. you don't really think mm-hmm. they're gonna get it. So I think that's like a huge contribution to it. The AP classes, they're like any other AP class. I don't. But you have the opportunity. You have the opportunity to take them. You definitely have the opportunity to take them. They're a lot smaller because we're a small school. So I think that's one of the pros is that. Yeah, for sure. You get a little bit more one-on-one attention. You get a little. You get a lot of more one-on-one attention. (laughs) Oh my god, the teachers, they're phenomenal. At Browning, I will. Oh, I love praising my teachers. I will never stop praising them, even like twenty years from now when I've graduated. My (laughs) teachers at Browning, they're the best. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming here and for being here and talking to me. Thank you. I enjoyed learning a lot. I learned so much about Browning, and not even just about Browning, just like a lot of things. Like you told me about Margarita Pizza, I was like, wow, I didn't know that. (laughs) Exactly. Well, so yeah, yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah, love that. (laughs) So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This has been another episode of the hashtag proud to be LBUSD podcast series. To check out other episodes, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at lbschools.net slash YouTube or listen wherever you access podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Long Beach USD. We'll see you next time.